welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast and we are looking today at Monday the 21st of March 2022 and now hurtling along to also Mother's Day on Sunday that will be on the 27th Sunday the 27th of March 2022 uh, really looking forward to getting started with this today and to this week I am recording this on a very sunny Friday. We have waited such a long time for sunshine like this. I mean, we've had it, haven't we? Intermittently, sort of like here and there. But it is just such a great day today. So very thankful. I was freezing cold though. Like it has got, it's cold at times. But when you stand in the sunlight, it's really quite nice and warm. Um, Let's take a look at what we've got to look at for today for Monday though. All right. All right. Um, well, here we go. So I'm getting 10 and then I looked straight away at one of them and I could have gone to the left or to the right, but it's focused here or my eyes are focused here and I feel the Holy Spirit saying, yes, this is it. So we're on 1 Corinthians and it's chapter 5, glory to God, verse 10. Yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or with idolaters for then must ye needs go out of the world whoa <laughs> that is serious oh my goodness how serious is that glory to god all right i don't want anything to do with you oh my gosh that is really serious like or you must needs go out of the world. I know it sounds a little bit interesting because it's not the normal way that we speak. But if you look at this in any other scripture, let's go ahead. Okay. Um, let's just go ahead. Because I want you to understand it the way that it is said. Um, in other ways are a little bit more modern. But I don't want to lose the meaning of it either. That's a big thing and that's why I tend to kind of stick to the first sort of translations of the Latin as I possibly can and that's why I tend to go to the King James I do obviously well you know part of the Catholic Church but a lot of our revised standard versions they are wonderful they're beautiful and I will be including them but sometimes it kind of really veers or it seems to veer from like the original Latin. And then I know it sounds funny. So some of you must be like, well, what's really reformed is like even the Catholic church more reformed in its own right than some of what was originally considered like at that time back then is reformational. Again, there's always going to be something more reformational and it might not be what you expect it to be sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so simple, but yet to some people it'll be complicated. I know. So let me just try and do this. New International Version, God help us. Not at all meaning the people of this... What? Oh, not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. Right, let's go a little bit above this. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you're gathered together in my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ to deliver such 
and one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous extortioners, or with idolaters, for then must ye needs go out of this world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner, with such and one know not to eat. Okay, so well, this is interesting. It is, isn't it? Because Christ went and had all sorts of people eating with him. Perhaps they'd converted enough though. Um, but there were all manner of different sinners, I think was said, like lots of different people that you wouldn't expect to be with him because he's so pure. But they were. And so then we're left thinking, well, <laughs> do we follow in that way or do we not? Because even in John, not only is St Paul saying this, at a higher level and is coming through the Holy Spirit because this is after the death and the ascension of Christ. So we think that perhaps Christ speaks from a higher level to us through the Holy Spirit, which is to do with the standards that are quite different than what Christ lived when he was on the earth because even he said that, no, not he is good, only God is good. So ultimately, obviously, with him going back to the Father, the Holy Spirit is sent an even purified, ascended higher level. So when we get that, that's why it continuously converts us and also makes us very uh, much in consideration of, of who we actually spend our time with. We always want to be able to help all people, but we do need to consider how we do that and to be appropriate about it and to set appropriate boundaries from those that are like that it is so important wow okay goodness I think I might even like put this out over the weekend so that it's made available like before then because obviously this is coming through on today which is Saturday and you know how it comes through really honestly it's just literally like opening the bible and like being surrendered i do not know beforehand you hear me at the same time well the way it's recorded anyway you can imagine like when it's recorded this is what's happening at this time so um so far i've not edited this at all and that's just the way that it is so ultimately it's telling us not to do that we can't keep company with people like that we have to make sure that you know, everything's severed, we don't communicate, we don't keep company, you don't even eat with them, like, let's say, this is someone that's converting, if they're really like that, you wouldn't even eat with them, like, it is just not what you do. Um, mm, 
I'm just going to read a little bit more. Alright. Okay, so this is... It's talking about... That... This... You know, particularly when this is... Between those that are supposed to be... Or are named to be in the faith. But obviously they aren't. But they're kind of like... Supposed to be in that group. Let's say maybe someone... Maybe someone falls into sin or something, right? And so they're supposed to be in the group, but they're not behaving like it or something. They don't have Christ, maybe the devil's taking over. We just don't know what it could be. But it's particularly relating to those that are in the brotherhood. Well, I would say the sisterhood as well, right? But we just say the brotherhood, meaning sisterhood and brotherhood. Men and women that are in the faith. Um, That's what's what it's like in the bible and the scriptures it doesn't say anything for like sisterhood but obviously it must mean that too so it's talking about those particularly that are in the faith it's easy to do that with people that aren't in the faith perhaps but i mean how do you know what folk are doing that are supposed to be in the group of the faithful, well, faithful, well, the way that they speak to you, the things that they say, um, and when they confess as if it's not a confession that they're trying to move on from, they're just dating it or, you know, they're just literally living in that way, then, obviously, <laughs> that is when you need to cut those ties well that's what it says here that's a command anyway um what i tend to do is is that obviously i'm open to speaking to people um but i don't myself take on like anything in terms of like getting too personal because i don't know every single detail of every single person's life and rather than make it look like, oh, I'm endorsing such and such or whatever, but at the same time being compassionate and kind, that's how I will take a set-apart attitude. Um, I've kind of... I've always been really good at, like, putting groups of people, like, you know, as important and making sure, like, I don't leave out people, but at the same time, like, not suggesting you know, this group or that group or whatever, like trying to be there for different people but at the same time standing set apart in the standards that were actually set as much as possible. This is, you know, what we're required to do. Well, what an interesting one for Monday, 21st. What does it mean though? You know, you must need to go out of this world. You must go out of this world. So, I don't know, it's one to ponder, it's one to pray about in the spirit and say, well, what on earth does... Oh, right, get it. It means that if you keep company with them, then you're entering into their sin, so you're entering into the worldly world. So you're you're kind of like dying in the spirit as well with them in their own sin, which means that they take you away into... Um, I'm like thinking purgatory, hell, exit. They're taking you like actively away from God if you behave in that way and keep company with them. So you're you're losing your connection with God if you put 
the company of men, women, whoever, that are immoral, that are doing things on purpose, that are sinning against themselves and each other, that is tearing your relationship away. Oh yes, I get it now from God. I get it now in terms of how I'm going to explain it even more. It's um, an interesting part from St Paul's and it talks about how, I think it's St Paul's, yeah, how you wouldn't attach yourself to a prostitute because then that makes you a prostitute. So whether it's being friends with one of them, whether it is like agreeing to them in any way, keeping company with them in any way, like if they're a prostitute, that makes you that if you yoke yourself up with them in any way. Um, and it says, you know, if you're in the body of Christ, if you are the body of Christ, would Christ join himself to a prostitute? No. So um, you can't have it in two ways. So it's got to be like one or the other. And you know, I just pray for all the actual innocent women who are like sisters out there who are just totally pure and innocent in the faith and they're not looking at men in that way, in a lustful way at all, but perhaps they have to have certain duties with regards to helping people, to evangelising, to helping them convert, all these different things. So we would just pray for those men and women right now who are pure in heart and mind, body and soul in every way, but they might be seen to be helping or be around other people that may actually have these problems, being covetous, idolaters, and, you know, sexually immoral, fornicators, whatever. Um, and let's hope that that doesn't, you know, dash their um, goodwill, their good character and all the rest of it. We pray for people like that. Um, but at the same time, we obviously pray that they'll heed this word and take it seriously. So, I mean, there was one um, particular story I heard. Um, no names, so we can keep privacy. But it was a story of like a group of nuns and they had a place and they even let the place out so that lodgers can come and stay over a period of time. And so... There have been reports of things kind of going awry, things just not going right, like sinful things happening, whatever else. And we can see how this happens because it goes against every piece of the Holy Spirit's commandments, God's commandments that obviously this one here about not keeping company with people like that. But this is also reiterated again and again throughout the scripture of the New Testament after Jesus' ascension, so it's like so serious because it's after his ascension. It's like when that comes, that's like the final and the overall. And this is reiterated in John as well. Like if anyone comes to you not with this doctrine, in other words, if they don't carry this doctrine of Christ, they shouldn't be let under your roof. Like they shouldn't be let into your space, your like your home, whatever. And so because they were doing that, um, they've obviously gone against that commandment, all right? So perhaps they think like, oh, well, it's okay because we have grace to do this or we can just, you know, confess it. But the thing is, the main point is, like, we can't continue to go on sinning. You can't sin and then confess it and then it's going to be okay. Because it says really clearly in the Bible that there's no more sacrifice for those that sin on purpose. So if you're doing that, knowing that it's a sin, knowing that it's not right, 
you can't just go and confess. <laughs> it's, it doesn't take it away. If you keep doing it on purpose, it means you don't have Christ. It means you've been cut off. So your convent or whatever isn't really a convent and you're not even a nun anymore. You've cut yourself, you've been adulterous. You have um, perhaps divorced from God and you're separated. And that can affect the whole convent. I know like many of you listening to this are thinking, gosh, like this is not something we think about in our daily lives, like convents and things. Perhaps some of you listening in will though. Um, but I think that any of us can take something from this, no matter what, whether we've ever had experience of convent or not. Um, but that's what came to mind. It was a story that one of my friends, one of my contacts, um, informed me of. And I'm not going into detail, as I say, I want to keep that privacy there um, in terms of names, places, whatever. Um, in fact, I can't even remember what the exact place is. I think I might know what it is, but I don't know if that's exact. But yeah, um, there we have it. And I'm going to look at the Beatitudes for today. Let's move on to those. Not one single edit on this. I'm so pleased. Okay, the fourth one, I'm drawn to again. This is coming up time and time again, so it must be important for all um, of you. And God, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. coming back to that again this is the main one um i got 12 and you know when i counted through i'm like it brings me back to this fourth one is there eight listed on this uh, list for the beatitudes i'm looking at um i'm going to leave it there i don't think that we need to go into too much more depth of detail um hmm well, I'm going to try and link it in some way to what we've just talked about. Okay, well, I suppose like this. Um, there could be some of you that are living in these different situations, right? And... Uh, Let's say you live in like a multiple occupancy building or a convent or a block of flats or a shared home, shared flats. Oh, God bless you. Those of you that are of good intent. Oh. And you're like, oh my gosh, this person is behaving like such and such. And perhaps the person doesn't even know or doesn't even realise what they're doing. We don't know. But, um, and you have to put up with this. And you're literally on the precipice of being drawn into this somehow and you do not want anything to do with it. God bless you. Um, and, you know, they're just bringing down the entire place. They're, you know, bringing in, like, uh, the demonic. And you don't want that. You don't want your place to be filthy, dirty, whatever. You want it to be nice, clean, like, comfortable, caring, loving, uh, appreciative, respectful environment. But you've maybe got someone in there that is just off off it, off on one. And they're they're just doing all these things that are like fornicative, covetous, idolatrous, whatever it might be that they're doing. And so it's telling you today that if you're one of those people that the time is going to come when your righteousness is 
revealed in other words your justice you're going to get justice for this um but you can't keep company with them and you need to make it clear that here is the boundary here is the line that is drawn and this is what it is this is the way that it is um so important and just continue on like if you want to know what people are like like don't you know here go like we're coming up actually on St Joseph's Day and I would ask you to listen into that again because I think this would really help but when it comes to um like good role models I would focus on the lengths of St Joseph and the Holy Family who can really help I do believe that this is definitely talking about righteousness and justice coming for those that have had to put up with people that are like that and that don't want to keep company with people like that and they've kind of tried to come into their lives and it's like we you know we don't want that we do not accept that well what you can do is you can read John again the letter from John and that'll help as well and just question them you know what what are your values what do you believe in that kind of thing it's the same as well for like places if you've got like um residency areas like here's the values you know we can't have anything like that you know no sort of like activity that's untoward that kind of thing this is a place of respect we don't have anything disrespectful going on and just make sure that you know they carry that doctrine or those values in other words um yeah so important to consider 